Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't know. Our main problem was we could never get together or pick a time, consistent time on when we were actually going to record these things. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe we got it this time, but I have absolutely no idea. Uh, so this time, uh, this is our first podcast together in video format. Uh, Although the, he's got an interesting video thing on his end. No, no, it, it's actually me. I, I actually turned out to be a pile of salt this whole time. Just <laughs> It's actually me, don't worry. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, this, this time we have salt back. I mean, it, yeah. was, it was fun to have Drew on. He, he, he was a fun guy to have on. I hope he comes on again sometime. I mean, I don't know if well, you yeah. listened to the podcast that we did together but yeah it was fun mm-hmm. and, and you can check it out on the channel yes it's also on this channel it, it was also the first video oh yeah did i mention guys that we're doing a video podcast which means we have a youtube channel dedicated for the podcast uh well now i did go check it yeah. out link in the show notes for the audio listeners and if you're already watching the video podcast well whoop de doo <laughs> Yeah, that was why I mentioned the salt pile earlier, so. Yeah, so, new video podcast. Uh, Andrew Erickson, the Talos of Apple Sheep, was on for the first episode, and now our host is back, so, or shall I say yeah. our other host, because I'm the main host. Even yeah. though, to be honest, the whole podcast idea, it actually all originally was Salt's idea. Yeah, but... Oh yeah, I, I guess it was mine actually. Yeah, technically it's, it was your idea. It's been such a long time ago. Wait, how? When was the first? I feel like this is the first anniversary. Like the first anniversary of the podcast went by. I re- I wish I remembered when we uploaded the first episode. Huh. Yeah, we can figure that out later, but. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, we we may have hit a year. No, yeah, we, we started we... in October. And yeah, it's we, November, so we hit a year, despite how inconsistent we uploaded podcast episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was generally once every month, but, you know. Yep. It, it was kind of inconsistent. Well, now um, we're trying to up the consistency. But, yeah. Um, happy birthday to the podcast, I guess. Happy birthday, Alpha and Salt. Yep. The Random Alpha Podcast with your host, Alpha Day Wolf. Well, actually, I don't think 
the title Alpha and Salt would have applied to last episode, but... Oh. Yeah, you got a point, because it wasn't really Alpha and Salt, it was more like Alpha and Talosive. Yeah. The Apple Sheep podcast. <laughs> yeah, but, oh well. Um, so. Uh, well, speaking of Apple Sheep and Apple, who wants an iPhone? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, first thing I need to ask, did you actually watch the Apple event yet? No, but I, 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 I did watch uh, a highlight of it because I'm always way too lazy to watch the whole thing. <laughs> My attention span isn't that long because it's like a few seconds long, but... <laughs> well, what are the highlights about it that you can recall? I mean, the, the new phone has like a new design. I remember there's like Mag MagSafe now. If, if I recall, and also, yeah, like... MagSafe is actually pretty interesting, and <laughs> there's actually a reason why I titled this Who Wants an iPhone for a reason. Yeah. I kind of want the new iPhone 12 Pro Max. But, but you already have your dream iPhone. I know I do, and I do have my dream phone, and even if I had that iPhone 12 Pro Max, I would still keep my SIM card in my dream phone. But the reason why I want that is for primarily just a business work phone. But in terms of my own personal, it's me. The iPhone XS Max is my dream iPhone. But in terms of, I've been on the idea of possibly having a work phone, especially when the MagSafe accessory, the wallet one, the wallet MagSafe accessory came out. I'm like, you know what? Because... We're YouTubers, or in this case, podcasters right now. Uh, cameras on a phone like that, they make sense for the job. So I'm thinking of possibly having two phones like Marquez does. He has an iPhone, in, which is his work phone, and an Android phone in his pocket as his personal one. Yeah. So I've been thinking maybe doing something like that, except instead of having an iPhone and an Android, it'll just be two iPhones. My personal dream iPhone, which is the iPhone XS Max, I'll have my personal SIM card in there just to do any stuff that I find interesting or to communicate with my friends in general and have a separate work phone with a work phone number. So say I'm doing collaboration with other YouTubers, I'll consider that to be work and I'll give them a work phone number for that. And also... Mm -hmm. I'd have the pro camera set up for a work phone. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. The cameras on my iPhone are amazing. I mean, uh, people watching the video version of the podcast, what do you think? Because I'm actually recording this with my iPhone XS Max right now. And you can compare it to my recording because I'm recording on an iPhone 8. Oh, yeah. I forgot. He is recording on an iPhone 8. Yeah. Not to mention, um, actually, I discovered that the the sensors are the exact same. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, we have the exact same sensors on our phones, so the quality actually shouldn't be that bad. They should be fairly similar. Okay, well, my recording is also kind of out of focus, so... Mm. Well, put it in focus. Okay, yeah, maybe I should actually do that. Uh, other than... You know, the MagSafe part. Uh, I also remember a lot of people were angry because they didn't have the cable 
in the box. <laughs> oh, no, it had the cable. It had the cable. There's no charge brick. Oh, right. Sorry. I forgot. Yeah, they didn't include the charge brick, and some people were angry at that. In some cases, I'm actually A, happy, but B, upset. Here's why I'm happy. We all already have millions of charge bricks in our house. Do we really need another? And also, new homes are actually coming with outlets that have USB ports integrated into them. Hmm. In fact, my grandparents have a house with USB ports integrated into your standard home outlet. So, why are you so upset about it, about it then? Because, I, I'm not upset that it's gone because we technically do have the bricks. The problem is, the end of the cable they chose doesn't work with the bricks that we all have. We all have type A bricks. That's what's been shipping with all of the iPhones, except the 11 Pro and Pro Max. But every iPhone has shipped with a USB-A brick. They gave us a type C cable. So are the bricks that shipped with the iPhone 11 um, type C? Uh, only on the Pro series. The regular oh. 11 is a type A, actually. Oh, okay. So even fewer people have it. Then. Yeah. I mean, there was already little reason to upgrade to the 11 Pro Max. I don't even know that many people, or not just the Pro Max, but just the 11 Pro. I don't even know that many people that upgraded to the 11 Pro. I've only seen, like, two people in person carry that phone around, and then all the other tech YouTubers that love iPhones, they have that as well. Yeah. But it's not, it hasn't really been that popular of an iPhone this year. But also in general, um, our iPhone 10s and 10s's, those are so good to a point where it's not really even necessary to upgrade to the Pro, even though, yeah, it's got three cameras now. I'm pretty sure it was definitely a trade-off when they switched to that. I still, my opinions still haven't changed. It is still a hideous design. I do not like it. Yeah, going back on the anniversary, again, uh, a year ago, we were saying that it didn't look really good. Well, it didn't look too good at all, and now we're still saying that doesn't look It still looks good. ugly. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. I mean, even though, yeah, it doesn't have the LiDAR scanner, which definitely makes it look a tad worse, the 11 Pro is still ugly. I, yeah. I don't like it. I just don't like the camera bump layout. It's... It's messy, it's disorganized, it's not Apple. Apple is simple and clean. That is not simple and clean. That is messy and disorganized. Well, back to the topic about the charging brick. Uh, Good point. <laughs> uh, king of off-topic. Yeah, yeah I, I guess that's a good reason why people are upset about that. Can, can you buy them separately, though? Or You can buy the Type-C charging brick, but also something that I remembered as well. Not only will most people have the Type-A charging brick, they'll also, most likely, still have a lightning cable around that still works with that charge brick. Hmm. The only reason why I think they are still shipping the cable itself 
is for the Android users that are converting to the iPhone because, well, only iPhones and some iPads and a couple other Apple accessories use Lightning. No other Android device use Lightning. So I, I do see that it is necessary to ship the cable because for the people that are converting from Android, they've probably never had an Apple device before, meaning they don't have a cable lying around. So I do think that yes, it is necessary to ship a cable, though I just hope that the Android users have gotten a Type-C charge brick when they bought their last phone. Yeah, or else they might get a little upset. I'm sure they would. What is nice that is that Android OEMs, they are shipping Type-C bricks now. So they've been shipping Type-C bricks for the past year or so, year, two years, I don't remember. Well, but that's good. But it, it's starting to become common. But for people who are exclusively using Apple and have been exclusively using Apple for the last few years, if they didn't get the iPhone 11 Pro, then they don't have the charging brick. Is, is that right? Yep. Yeah, it's kind of unfair for them, but you know what? They still have lightning cables all over the place. Yeah. So I'm sure they can use some of those. Uh, is is there? Much, I I know that it has like it's a little bit more blocky now, and that's mostly is... just the, the new iPhone. Oh, the new design. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of it? I honestly... now that we've got a now that we've actually seen the final design. Um. I honestly don't know what to think about it, because I feel like Apple's trying to go for a clean design to be as like smooth as possible, and I and I feel like if that's their goal, then they went into the wrong direction, because it kind of looks like an older phone. If 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 that if that was their intention, then good for them, because they succeeded, but. I honestly don't know what to think about it. I do have to say though, while the design, it is cool to see a new design and it actually does make help the bezels look thinner because we no longer have the rounded edges. My problem with it is just the functionality of it, the comfort factor when holding it in hand. Oh yeah, it's probably... Yeah, so the holding it in hand, it, it's not as comfortable because it's a square block versus the rounded edges that fit into our hand very nicely. And I, I'm not too sure if this applies to everyone, but as far as I know, there are some, some people that complain about the design on one particular reason. The yeah. swipe up gesture. How does it affect that? Uh, because Apple goes for the unified bezels, that means they don't have a chin. That means you have to go to the very edge of the phone to swipe up. Uh. And because of that, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a sharp edge from what some people say. So does it kind of hurt while doing it or what? 
I don't know. I'd I'd have to test it out in person, but it'll be a long time before that happens. Yeah, you haven't. Yeah, there there aren't much places nearby. Well, actually, never mind. Uh, I mean, we got our Walmart close by. Yeah, oh yeah, the, yeah. I was just thinking about like, the Best Buy that was closing that that closed down yesterday. Oh. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, Best Buy. Why did our closest Best Buy have to close yesterday? Yeah, I don't think we mentioned this to our viewers yet, but Alpha has this Best Buy that's close to us, and it's the only Best Buy like within our location for miles. And it closed yes. yesterday. So I am so mad, because out of every single store, you should have been able to guess at this point that is my favorite store. Yeah, and now it's closing. Yeah, it's gone now. No, no, it's not closing. It's already closed. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's kind of sad. And he loves it too because there's all of these devices. Like that, that he that, that he can't really afford, but they're still really cool. So. <laughs> Best Buy is practically a tech guy's paradise and now it's gone yep so. i loved going there to play around with all the stuff i thought i could never afford like for example yeah. they had the iphone 10s max there one time i thought i could never afford that one once upon a time and what do you know we're recording this with an iphone 10s max <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah but so, also there were so. other devices there that i played around with like the ipad pro um the macbooks especially the 16 inch yeah. first of all those trackpads are huge yeah imagine if one of us got one of those 16 inch MacBooks. i would love <laughs> i'd love it if i were to own one of those yeah i just wish that someone would display the silver version i'm so tired of seeing the new macbooks in space gray yeah, imagine if, like, I bought a MacBook in space gray instead of silver, like. I mean, if we if we both got the 16-inch MacBook Pro, it would definitely contrast, because I figured you'd get the space gray because you like yeah. the space gray color, and I'd get the silver because black is boring, in my opinion. Well, well, the thing is, it's not that I like space gray. It's just I prefer it over silver because I think silver is kind of boring. But it, honestly, if there was a gold option, then I think we'd both go for the gold. 
This was actually something Drew and I talked about last episode. Why is there no gold MacBook Pro? It'd be so beautiful. That would be the one I would choose. Yeah, me too, but (laughs) unfortunately not. Yeah. Anyway, were there any other devices that you like to look at? Um, they did have a couple Apple Watches on display. I did get to play with the Apple Pencil. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. And I got to see the 27-inch iMac in person and use the Magic Keyboard and Magic Mouse. Um, yeah, you know what? I will agree with the people who did give it negative reviews. I mean, that's practically everyone because I don't know that many YouTubers that actually love it. I only know two people that love it and that's it. Other than that, everyone else hates the Magic Mouse. And I can actually see why. Okay, could you dive, like, you want that, that is not a comfortable mouse to operate. And it is large. I'll say it is large. But the problem is it's thin in terms of height. It is so thin in terms of height. Meaning, in order to move it around, you essentially, it's like moving around a piece of paper yeah it it's it's very thin that's the only problem with it that's and that's like probably explains why so many people do not like it it's it's thin and it's not really comfortable to use and not to mention the edges are actually sharp yeah so from the sounds of it it sounds really uncomfortable it is very uncomfortable but the functionality out of it is there because it has a trackpad instead of your typical scroll wheel, and having a trackpad allows for multi-directional scrolling versus just up and down. You can do side to side, and that's why one of my favorite YouTubers absolutely loves it. It's because he can do the side scrolling in Final Cut Pro. Well, which, actually, that sounds pretty convenient. That, that does sound convenient, and if I'm being honest, if I had to pick an, a mouse... The only reason why I have this mouse right here is because this is a cheap knockoff. I wanted to get the Magic Mouse, but I just couldn't afford it because it's $80. $80 for a mouse that most people hate. How are they selling those things? Other than just including them with the desktop Max. Mm -hmm. To me, that's crazy. Oh, scratch that. The Mac Mini doesn't include one, and that's a desktop Mac. Oh, right. But, yeah, yeah, the main reason I had this was because I wanted to... I I thought it would come with the multi-directional scrolling, but because it's got a ball, except uh, it doesn't. It's only up and down. It just looks like a ball. So, I was a bit upset at that, but oh well. I still use this mouse, but also another reason why I use this mouse is because... uh, there's three different ways you can plug it into a computer. There's the standard type A receiver that you're probably used to seeing with wireless mice before Bluetooth, um, a type C receiver, and it's also Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. So finding it's practically impossible to not be able to plug this mouse into any computer. Yeah, that so, sounds really convenient. Yeah, the versatility of this mouse, I really like. So that's why I stick with it. Though, if I had to, uh, if I had all the money in the world and I got to choose a mouse, I would pick up the Magic Mouse. Despite yeah. how uncomfortable it is to use. I can agree. It is not comfortable to use. But I've... functionality-wise, it's actually there. 
I feel like it's something you have to kind of get used to before you actually start liking it. I mean, of course, I've never actually seen one or even touched one, but... Yeah, I suppose you've never seen a desktop Mac with a mouse. Yeah, but from the, the sounds mouse. of it... But from the sounds of it, it sounds like something you can get used to. Uh, how I mean, the there Apple are still pencil? people that do stick with it just because it's an included mouse. They don't have to go out and buy another one. But for a lot of the pro users, they really do not like that mouse. And I, I definitely know a, a demographic that will hate that mouse. Gamers. If you're a gamer, do not get the Magic Mouse. It is not good for gaming at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's meant for productivity, which means actually getting stuff done versus sitting on your duff and playing video games, wasting time. So. Yeah, the Magic Mouse is actually pretty cool. It's just uncomfortable to use. Though, again, like you said, there's a bit of a learning curve, but once you get used to it, you get used to it. Mm-hmm. Uh so how was the Apple Pencil? Was it just... Um, I never got to play with the second generation Apple Pencil. They only had the first gen on in stock or on display because it's the only one you can actually plug it into something. And if it were to be unplugged, security goes off. <laughs> in yeah. fact, I, ac I accidentally set security off just by bumping the pencil around. Oh, well... Yeah, evidently yeah. that particular sensor is very sensitive because I accidentally triggered security. Though they understood it was an accident, evidently it happens quite frequently. So, but first of all, in terms of the pencil, the first gen, I, I didn't get to play with the second one, but the first gen, very comfortable and very precise. Oh yeah? It is very precise. So I can't imagine what the second gen one is like. I would love to, especially since it'll have the flat sides to add even more comfort because the most comfortable pencils I use are typically the ones that have flat edges where you, you can grip your fingers. It, it, it's easier for me to grip and it's more comfortable for me at least. Mm -hmm. But also I discovered something interesting about the first gen Apple Pencil. What about it? It's actually it's actually weighted, so if it were to roll on a table, it will always end up in a spot with the word the Apple Pencil on that silver ring it has facing up. Oh, that's interesting. That to me that is cool. They actually took the time to engineer a pencil where whenever it rolls on a table, it will always stop with the with the word Apple Pencil facing up yeah that sounds cool that is cool can't do that with the second gen because that has flat edges on the side but uh oh <laughs> well yeah but i mean the first gen that's cool <clears throat> uh were there anything like outside of apple products that you tried in that best buy <laughs> uh there were some other things like also that was where 
I have, when people say that I don't know what I'm talking about when I say Pixel sucks, I have tried the on-display units. And how was that? Um, uh, they all confirm my point. Because th there were other Androids next to them. There, there was Samsung's. They didn't have OnePluses. I really wish they sold OnePlus phones because OnePlus is a very good brand. And I would think that if you make it known, you definitely have a popular product, but they don't sell OnePlus products, so didn't have that to compare to. But I did have Samsung, and I compared the gesture experiences when Android 10 was on every device, because I tested the Pixel 4 and the Note... Yeah, the Note 10 Plus. Pixel 4 and Note 10 Plus, I have tested those side by side, both running Android 10. The Pixel feels terrible. Yeah. It's slow. It's clunky. I've even tried the camera out. And... <laughs> it's nothing special. Alright. It's nothing special. It's just a photo. I mean, I didn't have an iPhone to compare it to at the time. Because, like I said, I just bought this phone last summer. This, I tested out the... Pixel 4 and the Note 10 when, uh, actually I think it was December. <clears throat> hmm. So yeah, I have tested out, I have tried the Pixel 4, even though yes, they were the on-display units, you still can swipe, go to the home screen, and play around with the device's other functions. It's not just, hey, look at this beautiful screen. You can actually test out the phone itself, and let me tell you, I was not impressed with the Pixel 4. What well, can I elaborate on my earlier question? Uh, uh, sure. Was there anything that you were impressed with that was non-Apple related, or...? Um... A lot of it was the Samsung phones, but I'm trying to... Th Thing. A lot, I've spent most of my time in the Apple section, but... Okay, fair enough, but... Um, despite how much I hate Microsoft as... A company? Or just their products? Yeah, you know, pretty much as a company at this point, because their hardware really sucks. They did have a good take on one of their laptops that... Even though I would never buy it, unless it were for a review unit for YouTube, I'd never buy it, but um, I will say that it looks like a pretty good laptop for some people, and I like the charging thing they had. I actually, I've heard that Microsoft has their own proprietary charging method. I've never seen it in person, so I got to try it there, and, and don't worry, this time the security alarms did not go off. They actually... It also has Type-C charging, so I could undo the pri pr proprietary charging ribbon. But, yeah, I got to see how that worked, and I thought that was pretty cool. It may it reminds me a lot of MagSafe, which, I mean, we still have MagSafe on our MacBooks, so... Um, uh, real quick, do you actually like MagSafe? On my MacBook? Or... Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess it's pretty cool. I like MagSafe a lot, and... To me, it's kind of sad that Apple ditched MagSafe, but it is for the better. I will say that they did ditch it for the better. But yeah, I thought it was pretty cool to see a throwback 
from MagSafe. That was nice. Yeah. Mi Microsoft did a fair job on making their own proprietary charge port that rivals Apple's MagSafe. And it actually is easy to unplug. So they definitely got that down. Mm -hmm. Um, What else did I see there? Hmm. A lot of iPhone 10 clones. They had one section full of iPhone 10 clones. Oh, okay. <clears throat> In fact, I actually found one that is actually pretty close, but still not there. The company is called Blue, B-L-U. Yeah. And they made a pretty decent looking iPhone 10 clone. Hmm. Except I'd never buy it because it's Android. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> so, I was impressed to see how, the detail that they put into making it look like an iPhone 10. I mean, they came pretty close with the notch. The only Maybe. thing was, it was just a little too deep. Hello, I'm Bad Luck. I like to cause mischief. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, I also discovered that Sony made phones, though. I need to be honest. I could never buy a Sony phone because I'd have no idea which is the latest. What are they all the same? Uh, no. Well... A lot of them do share similar designs, but that's not my problem. My problem is the naming scheme. Is it just really dumb? Uh, no, it's something you could never... I mean, technically, yes, it is dumb, but it's also something that you could never guess. Like, you'd have yeah. the Xperia Z, the Xperia X, or the Xperia T. You'd have no idea when they came out. And Sony almost got it. Because they started an X1, X2, X3, X4, X5, X6, and when you think there'd be an X7, no, it's XZ. That's weird. And then also a couple years ago, they decided to call their next phone the Sony Xperia 1. Hmm. Here comes the Dumbest name they've ever done. Oh, what? The next one after that is called the Sony Xperia 1 2. It's not even 12, is it just 1 2? 
It's it's one two. I mean, no matter how many combinations you can think of it, it's not it's not twelve. It's not one plus two. It's not three. It really is called the Xperia one two. Maybe they should Ooh. do it. <laughs> Who thought that made any sense? Yeah, the X1, X2 thing made sense, but that didn't. X1, X2, X3, that makes perfect sense. But 1, 2, that's gonna confuse people. What? In fact, that's actually going to lead me to wonder what the next one's gonna be called. Is it gonna be called the 1, 3 or the 1, 2, 3? Yeah, I honestly don't know. Maybe even the It's two, terrible. If only Sony could get their naming scheme down, maybe people would consider buying them because they'd actually know where each phone falls in the lineup. But because we keep going to some random letter-number combination every year, nobody knows which phone is which. It is so confusing. We should at least be as consistent as consistent as Tesla, because at least they spell something with their model names, like, you know, sexy, but... <laughs> yeah, they definitely got that. Uh, how are but... the phones themselves, though, like, other than the weird naming scheme? Uh, the hardware is actually pretty good. It's got decent internal specs, and I actually considered buying one at the time because it was, like, $300, and it had a 4K camera as well. And Sony does cameras. Sony is also a camera company, so they have some impressive camera tech. And not to mention, they actually have dedicated pro photo and pro video apps just for taking professional grade stuff. Yeah. So the hardware is actually fairly impressive. The, the one thing that is kind of weird, though, that you have to learn to get used to is... The aspect ratio, it's a 29 by 9 display. Huh. Versus, I mean, on your iPhone, it's a 16 by 9. Mine is probably... I think mine's a 21 by 9. Yeah, so 29 by 9? That's kind of... I don't know. Uh, let, let me ask. Uh, let me Google that. What is the aspect ratio of iPhone XS Max? Oh, so the iPhone, so any iPhone with a notch has a 19 and a half by nine aspect ratio. I do know of assault that your iPhone 8 is a 16 by 9. So that's kind of a weird aspect ratio, but I guess yeah. it's just something you have to get used to. I mean, Google a picture of the... The best one that dramatically explains it is the... Google the Sony Xperia 10 Plus. Okay. Yeah, Google that. Yeah, you're gonna have to cut this silence part out because it's just. So it's XA plus. Uh no, Xperia, 
X-P-E-R-I-A 10 plus. Oh, okay, 10 The number plus. 10 plus. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of long. Yeah. <laughs> kind of bad to, you know, talk, be talking about visual things in a podcast. But, yeah, that is pretty long. I mean, I can put a visual clip over here. Visual clip over podcast right there. Unless if you're uh, an audio listener, then you just kind of have to do it yourself. But Yeah, audio listeners, go ahead, Google the Sony Xperia 10 Plus. You'll see what we're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird, but... Oh, yeah, it is. It, it's weird. That's the one thing that made me uncomfortable. It's just, that's a tall phone. Even though I do like big screens, I did not feel that the screen was being properly used. So yeah. I didn't get that phone for that just because this the screen didn't look like it was properly being used. I mean, none of this talk really matters in the end because the Best Buy is now gone. But Yeah. And I already have the dream phone or the phone of my dreams, which is the iPhone XS Max. Oh, yeah, let's go back to the topic we were originally talking about, which is the new iPhone. Uh, is yeah. There... <laughs> I think that's all I remember of the new iPhone is now you can like actually talk about all of the stuff in there because you actually know a lot about this topic. <laughs> I don't. Well, yeah, and um, so I guess I'll have some other questions to ask. Um, what do you think of the twelve mini? Is that like the slightly smaller one? Uh, that's the five point. That's the 5.4 inch iPhone, the tiny one. I mean, five, 5.4 inches. Um, I don't see myself getting that because I prefer big screens like you do, but. Oh, uh, so you're a big screen guy. I, I kind of wonder because you have an iPhone 8 and you didn't want the, I mean, I was telling you get the 8 plus because for the work we'll be doing with these things, a dual camera helps and also a big screen but i've wondered what what why did you actually stick with the eight i know i cared more about price than anything else so hmm. and also the thing is right i prefer big screens but not by that much i i can tolerate and maybe even get used to a small screen really yeah it's just again i do slightly prefer bigger screens because it's just nice to have more of that real estate or just, yeah, not real estate, but just like, just that more space is just really good. Hmm. Then if we were to get the same phone, then I would think an iPhone 10s or 10 would be a good fit for you. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's only a hair bigger than your iPhone 8, but not by much. But instead of having your chunky bezels and home button, it, you'd have all screen there. Yeah. So if you don't like the super huge phones, then maybe that's a good size for you. Well, Though maybe now you'd have to get the... Well, if, if you were to buy brand new from Apple at this point, now you'd have to go for the one of the 6.1 6 inch, that's what it was. Yeah, 6.1 inch iPhones. Oh, also I need to ask, do you prefer the 12? Uh, price aside, would you prefer the 12 or the 12 Pro? Uh, well, regular aside, Pro. 
Like, I guess it's pro, because it's pro. That sounds really dumb, but, like... Okay, what if price did come into play? Uh, and keep in mind, price. the... Keep in mind the regular twelve is at eight hundred dollars. The twelve Pro is at a thousand. I mean that's like two hundred dollars. So would you spend the extra two hundred dollars for the Pro, or would you save two hundred dollars and stick with the twelve? I mean honestly, if there's a long term fund, then I'd actually spend the hundred to like the extra two hundred dollars because I guess it's just nicer, right? The thing is, I don't know much about, like, the differences between the Pro and, like, just the normal. That's the thing. There's not really that many differences other than the Pro has an, a telephoto lens and a LiDAR scanner. Still right. all in the hideous ca camera bump design. Um, also, oh, also the Pro phones actually have more RAM than the basic ones this year. The Pro phones have 6 gigs of RAM, while the regular ones still have the regular 4 gigs we're used to seeing in them. Well, that's that's more than my Windows desktop, but uh, besides the point... Um... <laughs> that's also more memory than, well, first of all, both my iPhone XS Max, but also my MacBook Pro. Yeah, honestly, my philosophy with that is just, I might as well just go on and get the pro if I'm making a big purchase like that hmm okay um I would go for the purchase. I would go for the pro max because well first of all you know me I am I have to have the single biggest screen you can offer and no that's not why I that's not why I'm interested in the 12 pro max over my iPhone tennis max because the truth is, my iPhone XS Max already has a pretty big screen for what it is. I don't think yeah. I need larger. Yeah. But I, I'm viewing the bigger screen, the slightly bigger screen on the 12 Pro as a perk. The main thing I'm interested in the 12 Pro Max is the camera. Because, first of all, the sensors are actually larger than the standard Pro. Uh, the optical image stabilization is actually much better. Uh, so is night mode, because there are a couple scenes that I do film in night, and let me tell you, my iPhone does not handle them well. <laughs> so, that would be nice. But also, I am interested in the Dolby Vision 10-bit HDR 4K at 60 recording. Well, yeah, that's because you're, oh, excuse me, that's because you're a YouTuber, and you, like, put special attention to that, but. So, yeah, like I said, I would use that as a business phone. I would use it for YouTube, especially the camera, but in terms of me carrying on anything that's not YouTube-related, or just handling casual. my own personal life, casual stuff, I'd still keep my Tennis Max for that. Yep. Even after software support drops. Oh yeah, because you like I, I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm actually going to go to that level. I'm going to continue to use this phone after just, software support drops. Unless Apple can finally get their act together and clean up the camera module. And then will that be your new 
dream phone then if that does happen like whatever model if it ever does happen then probably because i mean at some point yeah this is going to get old and there will be better phones than it but the main reason why i'm sticking with the tennis max is because well not only was is it more affordable than the other stuff at the at the time I bought it, but also just because it's the only design that I that I like compared to all the other iPhones. It has by far the best design, the biggest screen, the gold, uh, the glossy glass. Apple, why did you switch it to frosted? I hate matte finishes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I forgot to include one more thing about the Pixel rant. Uh, oh, when yeah, I was holding the Pixel, uh, remember the cheap matte sides on the pixel 4 yeah remember how they look like milk jug plastic i swear that is milk jug plastic did it feel like it or? it felt exactly like milk jug plastic that was not aluminum at all okay well. and if it was that is by far the single cheapest feeling aluminum i have ever felt it felt like plastic, milk jug oh. plastic. Well, that's really not something you want to have right on your phone. So. And even though, yes, technically most people would case it, still, that is just... For $900 they were selling that at, that... That's bad. They need to upgrade. They need to up the quality on that aspect. Anywho, back to iPhones. Yeah, they still switched it. I want the glossy glass back. And they still have it on the regular 12s. It's just, I want it on the Pros. Yeah, but they don't. So, it, it makes me mad. Well, you know, what else makes me mad sometimes? <laughs> uh, touch ID and face ID. That's what <laughs> makes me mad sometimes. Why like, does what's... that make you mad? Uh, because it's our next topic. No. <laughs> also, I remember you said they didn't work too well with you for like the Touch ID specifically. So that must make you mad sometimes. Oh, it... It blanks me off. And, and when I mean Touch ID and Face ID makes me mad, I mean it makes me happy. Because <laughs> we're going to talk about it now. So Yeah. I mean, pretty much, yeah. Those are the reasons why I like the 12 Pro, and pretty much there's nothing else to talk about. I mean, we covered MagSafe, the new design. There's nothing else in reality just to talk about it. So yeah, let's talk about Touch ID and Face ID. Yeah. So, I mean, I know you've never tried Face ID before because you no. don't have any Face ID devices, but... You do have an iPad 5th gen with Touch ID and an iPhone 8 with Touch ID. I need to yeah. ask, how has, how is your experience with Touch ID? Uh, mostly it works. Sometimes it does this weird thing uh, where it just kind of doesn't work on my finger, even though it's not wet or whatever. And sometimes I need it to, just... I need to ask, is it because somebody else uses it? Like, no. the example? <laughs> No, it usually just randomly happens, though for the most time they work perfectly. Sometimes I feel like they work too perfectly, to the point that they're not really that secure, because sometimes I just put my finger in, like, sideways, and it still works, so I don't oh. know what's up with that. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I, at one point I turned it 90 degrees, my finger, and it's still like... Wait, what? Yeah, I turned my finger 90 degrees, and it's the Apple ID still worked, so it's probably not that good on my devices. I hope it got better, but... Well, that might explain why it was a breeze for me on your iPad, because I can't even get your iPhone to register my fingerprint. Oh yeah, no, this this all specifically happened on my iPad. I have not tried it yet on my iPhone. But... You haven't tried Touch ID on your iPhone? No, I have tried Touch ID. It's just I haven't tried putting my finger 90 degrees oh. to see if that will work. So that explains why I can get in on your iPad fairly easy. Yeah, if anyone doesn't isn't already aware of this, um, Alpha just has a really hard time with Touch ID. And it's all because of a skin condition I have. It's called eczema. Oh yeah, I feel like a lot of people will have eczema, but that's besides the point. Well, Drew, Drew on the podcast yesterday, we did mention this quickly. I don't know if it got, I don't remember if it was cut in, if it was in the clip before I got cut off by running out of storage on my iPod, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Drew has what, well, he used to have what's called psoriasis. It's gone now because he found the treatment for it, but he used to have what's called psoriasis, which is where your body produces a little more skin than it should, meaning he okay. has extra skin. He likes to make the joke, hey, do you need more skin? And he definitely would have made it with me because eczema is the opposite of psoriasis. It's where your body does not produce enough skin. Yeah, so... Uh, so, uh, because of that... With psoriasis, you can have, you can have a fingerprint work every now and then, because you just have a little more skin than usual. But with eczema, your fingerprint is literally gone. Which was what happened to him. So. I mean, I don't have a thumbprint anymore, and even though I do have some fingerprints come back every now and then, my thumb is—I think my thumb is permanently gone at this point. Which sucks for me because on most phones with the in-display fingerprint scanners, guess which finger you use for them? The thumb. Yep, and, and I don't have one on my thumb. And I'm guessing you meant by your thumbprint is almost gone? Because like if your thumb itself is almost gone, then that wouldn't be too good. Oh yeah, yeah I'm referring to my thumbprint. But yeah, my thumbprint I think is practically gone at this point. I've, I haven't had one in two years. Yeah, so he has to rely on Face ID instead. Yeah. I, j I just wish I could... I kind of wish I could use Touch ID, and here's the main reason why I kind of wish I could. What? The iPad Air. Uh, does it not have Face ID, or what? It doesn't have Face ID. It, it has the latest iPad Pro design language, but it doesn't have Face ID. That's really weird. I don't like that. Yeah. Apple, why'd you do that? Because, after all, face, the Face ID TrueDef camera system, that's the cheapest component in the iPhones. Yeah, that... I kid you not, if you want to talk cost of components, Face ID is the cheapest. It's not that expensive. So, yeah, why couldn't they put something like that? If you want to give us the iPad Pro design language, why can't you give us some iPad Pro, like, features? And what I mean by that is, like, the Face ID. I mean, you don't have to give us ProMotion. 
I, I don't care about 120 hertz. You don't have to give us the A12X. You don't have to give us the six gigabytes of RAM. We don't need the pro specs like that. Just give us something that makes us feel like we're operating an iPad Pro, but not to iPad Pro levels. And Touch ID is the biggest downside. They put they put Touch ID in the power button. That's what they did to integrate it with the iPad Pro design language. But I really wish they had Face ID because if they had Face ID, I would have bought that iPad. In fact, you know what? Remember when I said that I don't need an iPad? Yeah. I'm afraid my needs have changed. Uh-oh. Yes, I do need an iPad. Okay, well... Yeah, remember that... Re remember the Alpha World stream? Yeah. Uh... Did you notice that I was holding an iPad practically the entire time? You, you have an iPad? Or a tablet? I don't. First of all, that was an iPad. That was my friend's iPad. That was my camera operator's iPad. Yeah, I, I honestly had no idea. I wasn't really paying attention to the, you know, the, the iPad in your hand. I was more so, like, paying attention to the answers. But, yeah, I discovered that, yeah, I need an iPad. And I, I need it for scripting because... I want to have my iPhone in hand because it's small. It's not really practical for me to take my MacBook down all the time. Yeah. It's also, and also when I'm filming at my desk set, it's, it'd be kind of weird to have this, my script display, on display in front of the camera. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, <laughs> but I tried reading off of my phone and the screen's too small. I, I can't read off of it without having to zoom in. Well, that sucks, so... Yeah, I essentially need a tablet to read my scripts off of, because having my MacBook Pro all the time, well, yes, it does work. It's, it's a bit cumbersome to use, especially when sitting on the chair. And my iPhone... First of all, it has a better camera, but so I prefer to use it in the camera. But also, that's the biggest mobile screen I got. And even though I still have, I technically I do have a tablet. It's just not running iOS. I see. And for your information, guys, I don't really use it anymore because at this point, I've pretty much gave way all the way into iOS and macOS and Apple. It just. I just don't use it anymore, so. Yeah, he's just an eye sheep at this point. <laughs> yeah, I'm practically an apple sheep. We already have a Talos of apple sheep. I guess now we have a random alpha sheep. Yeah. Or should I say two of them? Because technically, you're a hundred percent apple in. Well, technically, I suppose, yeah. So, I guess technically there are two Apple Sheeps on, on this podcast. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I've per I made my decision. I'm going all in on Apple. Yeah. There's no changing my mind at this point. Even though I hate their prices, but... Yeah. I need an iPad. 
Yep. Uh, and I would love to get the iPad Air because the iPad I'm looking, I don't want an iPad with a home button. I, I want to go in all in on the gestures because the gestures make sense. And okay. so I don't want an iPad with a home button. And even though technically I could do gestures on the iPad with the home button, I mean, you can do gestures on your iPad. Oh yeah, technically could. Yeah, so technically I could do that, but the truth is I don't, I don't want the home button. We've moved on, or at least I've moved on. You're you're still in home button world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've moved on to the gesture system, but yeah, um, I can't get the iPad Air because Touch ID is not consistent with me. Thank you, Eczema. Yep, and that's going to really suck for you. That means I have to get a Pro. Yep, which, you know, is more expensive. So. Yep. And, of course, you know me. Biggest screen possible. So that would mean I'd have to spend $1,000. Yeah, but, oh well. It's not fun. My need for an iPad, it's not fun. Mm-hmm. Well... So, I'm still resorting to using my MacBook all the time for reading my scripts. Yeah, whenever I sit in the chair. For now, anyway. <clears throat> yep. Whew. Yeah, that is... Not It's fun. annoying. I hate eczema. I really hate eczema. Yeah. Well, you know what we hope the audience won't hate? Uh, our, our voices, because this podcast is about to end, because that, that's pretty much all we have to talk about this episode. <laughs> yeah, pretty much at this point. Uh, you, you know what? I think I need to write a dedicated outro that we can read off of, so that way we can make something consistent versus uh, trying to, or attempting to pro it every time. <laughs> well... Okay, well, that was kind of good. You got the... I may, actually, no, that wasn't good at all, but... <laughs> look, at, at least I tried. Yeah. Uh, okay, oh, well, you, we have, you can... Why do we have to end the podcast here? Because uh, we have nothing else to talk about. Well, you could talk about the phone number, which usually comes with our outro. Oh, yeah, you got a point, so... I guess it's time to outro this thing. So here we go. Thank you for either listening or watching this episode of Alpha and Salt. Be sure, um, audio listeners, be sure to rank us five stars in the show notes. Uh, write us a good review. And please do me a favor and check out not just the new podcast channel or the random alpha, but the entire new network I have set. Links yep. are provided below in the description. And... For the video listen, video watchers, thank you for watching this episode of Alpha <laughs> and Salt. Be sure to like this video and subscribe just to get us going in the algorithm. And who knows, maybe we can get monetized at some point. That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, leave a comment down below. Let us know what you think. And if you actually have any suggestions for what we can talk about, feel free to comment down below. We'll, we'll, we'd be happy to take your suggestions. Mm-hmm. And... Here comes the thing for both both audio and video listeners. 
Have a question for us? Well, all you have to do is leave us a voicemail at 906-829-0928. Leave a voicemail. Do not text the number. I do not get notifications for texts. That's why I keep saying, call it. Leave a voicemail. Don't text it. I don't get notifications on texts. Yep. So, yeah, if you want to ask a question, leave a voicemail and... Assuming that it doesn't expose too much private information on either end, uh, we'd be happy to answer it. So, uh, 